Critters, a crit hippo podcast. We love to hear from you. Our email is nat20hippo at gmail.com. And if you have any fan art, send it our way. You can find us on all your uh, normal so- social media websites Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. We don't tend to tweet that much, uh, and my TikTok tends to be mostly animals. You can really find all of our links at crithippo.com. If you've been with us this long, we're so happy for you to share the story with us. It's been almost a year uh, producing this podcast. It's actually been two years since we lagged behind following COVID. Um, But we're almost at a year of episodes, and that's pretty fantastic. Things get complicated. Life gets complicated. That's really why I wanted to release these podcasts on Tuesdays. I hope you really enjoy them, and we can get to the show. Episode 52, Am I the Confused Bear? This is a lot of wild magic for a small room. Hopefully nothing goes wrong and the critters can make it back upstairs. It's now the Mummy Lord's turn. Oh, Mummy's turn. Yeah, okay. I guess I should keep track of how many hit points Obi has, right? Yeah. All four of them? No, it has 52. Okay. Um, Honey, I need you to make a con save. 15. I gotta remember what it's saved. Uh, that does not save. So, he reaches out his hand to touch you and unleashes a virulent disease. The con save and you failed. Um, How much damage? If the target fails the saving throw, its hit point maximum is reduced for one hour by an amount equal to the necrotic damage you're going to take. You just have to note it for yourself. So I'm going to roll the damage. Fifty-one HP, and your max HP goes down fifty. Oh, that's like half of my health. Yeah, so you basically, basically you're at half health, and you can no longer go above half health for the next hour. Not cool, especially since you're on fire. Speaking of, at the end of the mummy's turn, he has to do that dex saving throw again. True, true. I think my next action is going to be disengage. Uh, twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five beats my nineteen. Uh, he takes um. Take half because it just ends the spell. Okay, good. So that means I'm not concentrating anymore. Thank you. Okay, so his turn ended. <coughs> or, yeah, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. All that? Okay. He's going to do a legendary action uh. and transform into a whirlwind of sand. That's not oh. something that can be counterspelled, right? A legendary action? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Well, you can if they're using a legendary action to cast a spell, but this seems like a feature. Yeah. So he's going to move back there as a whirlwind. He's immune to damage as he's a whirlwind. So you could flip at him with your scorpion, but it would do no damage. That's his turn. That's his legendary action. Champion. Cool, cool beans. Cool, cool beans. Um, really wish I'd gotten more of a nap in, but that's okay. I think I am going to cast... Yeah, let's use my last fourth level spell slot. And I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm visible. I am going to just run 30 feet towards Kira. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> this is pretty dumb. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Uh, how, this room is 40 by 40? 20 by 20. Oh, it's not the scale, okay. Um, oh, my bad. We'll say it's 40 by 40, then. Oh. Uh, so I would like to... Hopefully we are... I think we're clear. I am going to quicken spell, cost two sorcery points, and turn my fireball into a bonus action, and I'm going to put it right on the wall behind that bone claw dude. Okay. So, dexterity saving throw. Uh, 21. These guys are getting... He'll take half. I don't, yeah, because it's 20 foot radius, so 20 feet out should only get to the sarcophagus and we're all safe. Right. Cool. I didn't ask how large the room was. Hmm? 
Yeah, well, I did the math. Uh, okay, that's actually pretty pretty good. Lots of twos, but they add up. 6, 10, 18, plus 7 is 25. 25 halved is 12. 12 points of fire damage to the bone guy. Okay. And you either you either affect the target or affect yourself. Uh, affect the target, please? Okay. It would have been funnier if you affected yourself, but not, not as cool. But, so... Your target is encased completely in ice. And my blink comes back. Good turn. Good turn for old champion. Okay. It is the bone claw's turn now. It is going to... Is it still bright light in here? No, immolation went out. Okay. Whatever. Probably dark. It is going to teleport outside of the ice and appear next to you guys. And so I need each of you to make a con save. All of us. You're all within five feet of it. I well, failed. except for Champion. I failed. Well, I went back to my original spot, which was 20 feet in the air. How yeah. tall is it? Uh, very tall. It's large, so it's probably okay. close to 10 feet tall with a reach, so we'll say we right. Which save did you say? Sorry. Con. That is a 19 for Kira. Okay, you save, so you're going to not take any damage. Honey, you're going to take some damage. Twenty-nine damage. It's necrotic damage, but it doesn't reduce your max, so don't worry about that. And then it's going to reach for the bat to attack. Wait, no, that's an action. Sorry, it just did its action. So that's that's its turn. Next is Kira, Teroptidus. Kira is uh, all right. So looking at this, I see the gust of or the um the whirlwind. It is back to me, a mummy again in the corner. It is back to a mummy. Okay. Am I within the, if I try to move, um, I'm taking an opportunity attack from the Bone Claw monster? Uh, yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to send a firebolt over at, uh, the mummy. Okay. Uh, that'll be a 22 to hit. 22 hits. 16 fire. Okay. Um, you would take 17 would be the number, so it would be less than your current temporary hit points at 8. So, it wouldn't go above. You would have done more damage, but it didn't have more HP. And overkill does not count towards your temporary HP. Gotcha. So, 17 is the max to take here? Uh, So, it has to be 8, so therefore it stays at 10. Got it. Right, exactly. Perfect. Oh no, it's dead! And then, um... It was dead before. (laughs) (laughs) It's re-dead! Uh, Kira, um, something to your target or something to you? I, um, I mean, the target's gone. Well, this would be at the, this would be at the time it died. At the time it died, okay. Uh, me seems dangerous, so I'm gonna go with target. Okay. Um, your target can cast the spell you just targeted them with, and can cast it once. It is then gone from their memory. So, they are going to cast it back at you. As it dies, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that is a 17 plus... Yeah, it hits. I only have a 13. <laughs> okay. And what was it? Firebolt? Firebolt, yeah. So I'm at 3d10 currently for that. 3d10. So that's a 1, that's a 9, and that's a 6, so 16 fire damage. I'll only take 8 because I'm resistant. Right, and that'll eat away your uh, temporary hit points. But that's because it's... Two. Because it's the same spell, it's also going to activate wild magic. That's dangerous. It's like magic just ricocheting all around the room. <laughs> um, the <laughs> it grows a three-inch prehensile tail, <laughs> and then di- and then dies. Three foot, three foot prehensile oh, oh. tail. I was going to say three inch. That would have been funnier. Yeah, it would have been funnier. <laughs> Why'd you question me? Anyway, honey, the bear. Okay, tell me if what I'm going to not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell you to the best of my ability without metagaming. Okay. So, I'm just going to tell you the plan first, and then you tell me if it works. Perfect. Uh, the scorpion attacked the bone claw. Okay. Drop concentration. Okay. Healing spirit. Okay. Yep. Healing spirit's healing action. Er, uh, bonus, bonus action. Spirit. And disengage is an action. Yeah, it would work. And because the scorpion is now acting on its own. Yes. So even though the scorpion is concentration. The scorpion would turn back into a regular scorpion. Right. But it can act before I drop it. You have the same turn order, so yes. Okay. So then I'm going to have the scorpion go after the bone claw first. 
As long as you don't abuse. No, this is. I would. I would have kept it up if I wasn't down at twenty nine HP. No, I got you. I'm just saying, like, don't make this a normal thing. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll allow it. So scorpion going after the bone claw. Okay. Well, one of the things is when the scorpion steps in, the bone claw gets to swing at it. Okay. It makes two attacks. Okay. So that's twenty five, and that's twenty four. First attack is going to be for 8 plus 4 is 12 damage. And the second attack is going to be for 2 plus 10 plus 4, 12, 16 damage. It's down to 24. Okay, now the now the scorpion can go. Alright, so two claws and a sting. First claw is going to miss with an 8. Mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm. And the sting... Sting's gonna get it, I think, with a 23. Okay, let me just make sure. Okay, yeah, with a 23? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright, so it needs to make a con saving throw also. Uh, 14? That passes. Okay. Um, so there's a couple of things happening here. Do you want me to split the damage or put it together? Put it together. Because ironically, skeletons are not immune to poison, they're immune to being poisoned, two different things. Alright, so it's taking 9 from the sting, and then 20 damage. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so now the scorpion, drop constitution. Concentration. Yes. Um, and then honey disengages and goes toward the, the corner by the door. Okay. Yes. And casts healing spirit next to herself at level Where is the five. little honey bear? Level 5. Level 5. And so that's 4d6. From inside the staff, you hear, mmm. <laughs> I get 15 back. 15 back? Okay. And that's my turn. And some bees come out and, like, investigate this healing spirit. <laughs> uh, the mummy lord is dead. Champion, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to bonus action blink uh, just um, away from the computer. I'm looking through to the other side of the 30 feet. See if that comes back real fast. Does with a six. And I'm gonna hit this bone claw guy with uh elk blast. Okay. So two rounds of that. First one is a eighteen to hit, uh nineteen to hit. Hits. Second one is a twenty-six to hit. Hits. Third one is a twenty-eight to hit. Twenty-eight hits. He takes. Alright, um, 19 points of force damage. Give me just a second. 19? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was all the damage? Yeah, it's just 3d10. Okay. Um, so you can choose between, um, some damage or some chaos. Uh, I gotta stick with the motif, right? Chaos me up. Okay, twist of the fates. Next time you roll on the wild surge table. You may modify the results by plus or minus one. Bring it on. So that's this turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's this one. So Never th- get your magic from Puck. Goes haywire. <laughs> um, so you could heal, or you could be stronger. Or you could move either of those up or down one. Uh, I'll be stronger, I suppose. And are you moving that up or down one? No, I'll leave it. Just be stronger. Okay, your intelligence and strength swap for one hour. Uh, intelligence goes to 12, strength goes to 10. Okay. And the last bolt... Wait, you said I would be stronger. My strength went down. <laughs> Sorry. Well, kick it up by one. Okay, we're going to kick it up by one? That was misleading. If you die in the next minute, you come back per reincarnate. Sweet. Okay, and then the last one is uh, something that affects everyone nope. or something enters the battlefield. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. It I might not, it might not necessarily fight. be what you think it is. Yeah. Something that affects everyone. Okay. I can't sur- we're, we're hurting. Everyone in 30 feet of you is invisible for one minute or until they attack or cast. So Does that override my greater invisibility? No, but everyone else is also invisible. Okay, cool. That actually is pretty good. So to ev- including the bone claw. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and the mummy corpse. Bonus action, action. Okay. Oh. So pretty much everything just disappeared. Other than yourself. 
Yeah, it was already disappeared. For okay, you, cool. for you, champion, um, the quickling ghost disappears for a minute. Thank God. I'm still here. Okay, give me like six seconds. I'll fix. I'll fix it for me. I guess. What? Nothing. Trust me. Okay, it's the bone claw's turn, and it's going to swing wildly in the air. Which means that it's no longer invisible. Right. So it's going to swing towards Kira, because that's the only thing that was near it. Disadvantage, though, because I'm invisible, I imagine, right? Yep. Well, the first swing is a straight roll, because it was invisible, so that's advantage. Gotcha. So that's probably going to hit with a, uh, what was it? Uh, 27. Yeah. The second <laughs> one's a disadvantage, which is probably that not... That one that doubles my armor. <laughs> it's probably not going to hit with a 10. That misses. So I need you to make a con... No, not a con... Never mind. Don't don't worry about a save. You're going to be grappled, and you're going to take 22 damage. Okay. But that's half to 11. Right, because I'm resistant. Right. So then it's your turn, Kira. You are grappled by this bone claw. Okay, give me one second. I'm mathing. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, because I got hit, am I now visible? Uh, it doesn't say that, the way it read. So no, not yet. Okay. Then I'm going to disengage and fly to the other side of the sarcophagus, over towards grappled. the mummy. You're course. grappled. Oh, that's right. Uh, I can try to escape the grapple then, correct? Yes. Yeah. Strength? Uh, it doesn't say. So just do a straight save. Okay. It literally just says escape DC and then gives a number. Okay. Uh, 14? That is exactly what you needed. Oh, awesome. So that was my action, so I guess I just hang out there then. Am I visible because I did that? Uh. i an attack. No, I'll, I'll let you stay invisible. Okay. So technically you could still fly away and it wouldn't see you, so it can't take an attack of opportunity. Uh, well, would I need to disengage though since no, I was in melee? It can't see you. Oh, okay, then yeah, I want to fly across the room yet, then. Huh. Okay. I believe that's your turn. Yes, indeed. Honey the bear, take some healing. Eight. Eight. Okay, and then I'm going to use the staff of Zunan Cobb. Zunan Cobb. Uh, to cast infestation at the bone clock. It might not be Zunan. I think X's are pronounced. Shoot, shoot it. We'll look at it. Uh, in, if it's like in the Spanishy Mayan type of a thing, yeah, it's more of a sh sound. Yeah, it is. Which, infestation. Which I know because of Shivalanke. Um, okay, infestation. Con save. I had to read up on it when we were down there because so everything was spelled oh, with the X sound, but I'm like, how do I say this? <laughs> um, but you're you're gonna take. It just says target must succeed on a con save throw, or it takes poison damage. So it takes no damage. Darn. Well, at least it's at will. Alright, so that was my action. That is all I'm going to do, but I'm visible again. Okay, Mummy Lord's dead. Uh, champion. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to quicken spell, just because I told him I would do this. I'm going to quicken spell a second level C invisibility. Uh-huh. For no real reason. Um, okay, there. See? I can see you now. Stop freaking out. Uh, <clears throat> and then I'm going to uh, use my action... So you and, gave yourself uh, in, C invisibility? Invisibility? C invisibility is not concentration. You, but you gave yourself it. Yeah. And then you gave who else? Nobody, just me. Oh, okay. I've, it's uh, got it's got a range of self. Gotcha. Can't twin it or anything. I got you. And then I'm going. That was a bonus action. And then I'm going to. Good job, you guys all moved away. So I'm going to expend three charges for my ring of shooting stars, and I wag my tail, and three motes of light shoot out. Sort of helix, double helix towards the uh, bone guy. Okay. And I need um, three deck saving throws, DC 15. Uh, that is a 12. That yep. is over 20. And that is another 12. Alright, so he takes. I'm using the roller for this because it's a lot. 28 plus 8 is 36 points of fire damage. Okay. Cool, cool. So. From the Sea Invisibility spell, what I will need you to choose between is uh, movement or resources. Oof. We're in a pretty small room, and I'm going back to sleep soon, so resources. Uh, the spell was cast without consuming a spell slot. Hey-oh! And then I'm going to use my 
speaking of movement, to just back up into that corner near me. Okay. Cool. And I can't get that on a level seven. That's baller. Uh, that's the extent of my turn. Okay. Then it is the Bone Claw's turn. And Kira's still invisible, right? Yeah. And Champion's invisible? Yep. So it is going to. It is going to attack Honey. It is going to walk up to Honey. And. It's going to claw at you, and it's going to claw at the honey. So the claw at you is a 26, and the claw at the honey doesn't really matter, because it goes right through the honey. And you hear the bees go, because <gasps> they're, like, surprised the honey like withstood its attack. He doesn't steal heals, does he? I troll honey. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Um, so it attacks you, and it is going to do 18 piercing damage. And you are grappled. Ooh. So roll con to see if your honey bear stays up. Con? Con That's save. S- save. Uh, 14. That's a save. And you just hear cheers from inside the... I have my own audience. <laughs> That's the bone claws turn. Kira Teropolis. Kira is going to firebolt at it. What is Kira's actual Therapist? Like, what did you call it? Theropolis. He's very I close. Sound Greek. I change it every uh, time, but yeah. Becca, you, Becca, you have Greek. advantage on that roll. Oh, yes, I do. I don't think I need it, though, but just in case it's an at 20, which it's not, uh, that'll be a 29 to hit. 29 hits. 11 fire. 11 fire. Okay. And what was that? Uh, fireball? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, illusion or necromancy? Necromancy. Okay, others within 30 feet take 1d10 necrotic damage, and you gain HP equal to their loss. So Plus temporary hit points from all the damage we take. So, everyone is within 30 feet of you, pretty much. So, I get 3 points of healing. You rolled a a 10, or a 1. Oh, do I need to roll for this? Yeah, roll a d10. Nine. Okay, so honey, you lose nine HP. Champion loses nine HP, and the bone. Oh, I see. And the bone dude loses nine HP, Ow. and you gain twenty-seven HP. Ow. Oh my! And your new high is uh fourteen. Okay, uh, is this temp or is this actual HP for? You gain twenty-seven actual HP, and then you gain fourteen temporary HP as your temporary. What a combo! All right. Sweet. I'm doing really well, guys. <laughs> For once. <laughs> and I now am... I'm invisible because I cast a spell. Yep. I'm below half. Honey the Bear? Ow. Oh, I need a constitution saving throw for my greater you have to invisibility. Do a constitution saving throw, too. Ow. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I got That's 15. That's another 14. Good. Okay. Plus so it stays up. So take your healing. swing the staff of the woodlands at it as like a, the magical I only have one hand this time because I have two staffs mm. so it's it's just going to be the d6 if it hits. Stop it! Roscoe! What the heck? Sorry, he's burrowing underneath my feet. So technically you're dual wielding so what you can do is swing one wand or one staff and then as a bonus action swing the other. Ooh. Except the other staff doesn't get your, perf- or your bonus Except- to damage. My bonus action was the heal, uh, isn't it? No. It all Oh, that's just casting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, Staff of the Woodlands first. 24. 24 hits. Do you want me to roll both? Uh, roll this damage first. Just so I, so I can have an idea. So it's 1d6 plus whatever your strength. Huh. Or dex. Is it? It, it has it listed a, here for me. Core staff is finesse, so you can choose if you want to use strength or dex. Strength or dex. Just telling me to add six. Not to the damage. Yeah, to the damage. Uh, are you shillelaying? Yeah, it's a magical weapon. Both of the staffs act as magical quarter staffs. Right. Well, you know, what's your strength score? Is it plus four? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Staff of the Woodlands is a plus two quarter staff, so she's adding two to her already plus four because of the staff. Okay. 
So okay. it's the roll plus six. Okay. So it's the roll plus six. What was the roll? Two. So, so it's eight. eight. Eight damage. Mm-hmm. And then you can swing with the yep. other one. Is there any disadvantage or anything, or it's just a bonus? It's a bonus action, and you don't add anything to the die, die roll on the damage, but you do add it to the... So the normal add for the for this, attack. To see if it hits. Okay, then that's a 19. 19 hits. Now just the D6. Okay. Oh, six. Uh, and I think... Does this one have... No, no. You said six? Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a plus magically, because I gave you the plus to wisdom instead. Um, I think it just says order stat, not magical order Yeah, stat. well, it's it's magical, it's just not a plus damage magic. It's a magic magic. Yeah, the woodland says right. I gotcha. plus two. The, the other one doesn't. I gotcha. It's not looking very good. Uh, champion? Um, I mean, I'm actually... Let's, let's ride this high until it burns out, shall we? I'm gonna, uh... I'm going to Eldritch Blast him again. Okay. Um, do I want to quicken that spell and use the robe as well? I do. I'm going to quicken it with that pencil. Quicken spell that leaves me with only one sorcery point. So you don't got to worry about those shenanigans anymore. And Eldritch Blast. Okay. Uh, 29. Nat 20. And 22. They all hit. So he takes a total of 15, 19, 28 force damage. Okay. Uh, give me the damage on each one, each set, each. Uh, one was a nine. Okay. It was the first. So your first bolt drops him to the ground. Your second hey. bolt pops some dust up. Your third bolt destroys the dust. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. That was overkill. Uh, so, Champion, I need you to choose between... If he went down, can I direct to at the mummy's corpse? Yeah. Give me a perception roll for that. Sixteen. Sixteen? You hear the sound of a beating heart. Oh, absolutely hit that thing. Okay. Gross. So, you notice the... You can just faintly hear the beating heart of the mummy corpse in the corner, and the last two blasts you send, the nat 20 especially... Just kind of threads the needle of the rib cage, and you see uh, the viscera of the heart exploding out of it. Ugh. Kira, you have a little viscera on you. Ew, gross! He I was still alive. Um, champion, so I need you to choose between something spectral and uh, lightning. I already have one ghost following me. Uh, lightning, I guess. Okay. Up to three creatures of your choice within 30 feet. Take 4d10 lightning damage. Up to, so zero. Okay. Uh, the next one is... Well, the mummy does. Gotcha. Something confused or um, the spell. Something confused or the spell or this spell. Am I the something confused? This spell, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it without giving it away. Right, let's see if the bear comes back. Confused. It's the bear! Yeah, we gotta name it. It's the confused bear. That poor bear. You know the meme of, like, John Travolta just going, (laughs) that's what this bear looks like. He even has, like, a John Travolta wig on. Um, And the last thing is something with the spell or everyone in 30 feet. Something with the spell. Yeah, everyone within 30 feet. Honey's not within 30 feet, but Kira might be. Kira's looking pretty healthy. Let's go everyone within 30 feet. They're all invisible again. Just me and Kira? Uh, yeah. But you Champion can, does not notice a change. You can see them. Yeah. Well, you notice parentheses above their name tag, above their head. <laughs> so I, like, popped into existence, took my spell, then popped back out of existence. I mean, out of visibility, yes. Existence, yeah. no. Not full existence. Okay. And Honey's, out, Honey's alone in a room with a confused bear? Yeah. Am I the confused bear? <laughs> I mean, there are two confused bears in the room now. Well, not really. You've seen this bear before. You? No, no, no. I mean more that my friends keep disappearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely also a confused bear. Huh? Do the bees cheer when yeah. the, the bone claw goes down? Yeah. And they yell, honey! And you think they're cheering for you, but then they rush towards the... The honey bear? The honey bear. <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna run up while I'm still greater invisibility. I'm gonna run up and then like blink so I appear like right in front of Honey's face. And I drop greater invisibility and go, "We did it!" Ah! Um. So are my bees like swarming around the healing spirit right yeah. now? They're trying to take Honey with them back into the hive. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. I don't know either. Um. I'm gonna move the healing spirit like five feet over after it heals me and drop a honey pot there. Okay. Do they pick up the pot and take it into the hive? Uh, you see them going into the pot and bringing back to the hive what they can carry. Hey, uh, can I use this, or is it for your bees? Uh, the five feet over actually puts it on you. Three d six. Four. Whoa. Three, six. Okay. Eleven. Sixteen. I'll take sixteen hit points. I cast it at level five, so it was many dice. Okay. So the honey pot then. Do the bees take the... Uh, pretty much. Okay. Well, the pot is left there, so it's empty. Oh, no. But the spectral honey is in the hive now. Oh, no, it's going to disappear. I don't know. It's spectral. Um, Kira, do you need any healing? Um, I'm only down seven from my max, so, yeah, I mean, you stole if my you have another course. charge, we might as well use it. I do. I, I used, I think, five of them. Unless you aren't maxed yet. I can only get back up to 57, which is only five more, and what's the point? Because it's four dice. I could honestly just move it and take the honey pot and hit my max right now. I'm still down 47. Yeah, please take it. I don't need it, because I have 14 temp on top of only being five down on my actual, so. Since there's only the three of us right now, do you want to use all ten charges on it, or just let it? For what? The healing spirit. What, just like keep it's a lot taking it until I feel fine? Well, you don't have ten charges. Use I it. have five left. Okay, you can use the rest. Okay, so you guys go ahead and split it between the two of you. I'm going to move the spirit again and take the honey pot. So you only need one, right, because it's 4d6? Well, take whatever you need first to see if you reach your max. If you do, I'll take one, but that's all I would need, yeah. Three, I'm back up to 56. One, two, three, uh, four. Okay, this is a lot of d6. I could use the roller, but rolling dice is half the fun of this game. Right. Seven, six, forty-seven, forty-seven. I used uh, three, ch- uh, four charges, and I got back to full. So there's one left. Okay, honey, you don't want this last one. I can only heal one more point. There's no point. All right, then I'll do it. That definitely puts me up to max then. Plus fourteen. Hey, back at one hundred eight. I'm at fifty-six because I can't heal above fifty-seven for another hour. That sucks. Healing spirit's gone now. This is the first time I've had more HP than someone in the party. <laughs> Only for an hour. <laughs> is the quick link still here? Yeah. Alright. Um, I want to look inside that sarcophagus. Okay. Roll investigation. Investigation. Not great. Uh, Tides of Chaos. Hey, worth it. 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a 2. So I have to figure out whether or not we can use these items in the podcast, because I have to email the person. So we'll consider the use. Do you want to just throw them in my bag, and we'll, like, when we get back to the group, potentially disperse them then? Does that make sense? Yeah. In-game? So you don't have to worry? Yeah. So you guys will find a bag that seems to have uh, light coming out of it. Like, not, not like a flashlight or anything, but, like, whatever's in here is giving off light. Like it's glowing radiantly. Yeah. Yeah, if I can fit this in my bag, you know, we can take a look at this after we find our way back to the rest of everyone. You also find an eye patch and a ring. Champagne, you want to hang on to the ring since you have so many? Wait, no, that wasn't you. No, I had a bunch of rings once. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, once we figure out what they do, maybe this is a ring that, like, turns tentacles into swords and it's better for Barry. We don't know. An eye patch would look pretty crazy on a bear. Pirate bear. You guys don't even know what they do. Nope. We nope, just want to just... look cool. <laughs> do you want to tell us or are we waiting? But let's just wait. You know, I, I think we're doing okay. We need to find our friends. We need to get our way out of here before more mummies turn up or god ghosts. Can, can so... I investigate this bone claw first? Yeah. I think that's going to be pretty good with, oh, 17 minus 1, so 16. Uh, It looks like a destroyed pile of bones. Like, uh, I'm gonna put one one of the bones in my fanny pack for Raksha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of the, the smaller ones that will fit in my fanny pack. Okay. 
Someone remind me I did that next time. Got it. Um, kind of open. The door didn't close behind us when we came in here, right? Or when the no, didn't close. No? Okay. Okay, well, there's no way out, so... Do you think defeating it defeated a curse and we can just get back out again? Actually, I'm just now thinking of an idea. Um, why don't we go back way up to the top? Kira, you can just point near where Barry or Rox is sleeping and do that message thing and then tell them to open the door. Uh, if I can wake them up, definitely. So I guess yeah. we're headed back. Maybe. Did anyone investigate the mummy? No, no. It was oh, closed. I meant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you assume whatever was on the mummy was in the sarcophagus. Okay, then we head back and give that plan a try. Yeah, I mean, there were no other rooms we saw, right? Like, this was it. We led down here, we got ornate, we killed. You got ornate? We got ornate. Can I just take one look around this room and see if I see any subtle, like, any more of those um, pressure plates? It's Mm -hmm. not going to work because I don't touch chaos, so it's a bad Uh, roll. Honey's just going to lean against the wall. You can roll and look. Twelve. You don't really see anything. Honey leaned against the wall with an eighteen. The door closed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. I guess my magic powers are gone now. Well, they were cool while you had them. So you guys head up. You get to the room with the traps. What do you do? I'll fly them both across if they want. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, not quite, yeah, Kira, because I don't want to hit my head again. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I was going to say, be, watch those hayas and uh, we'll be okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm standing, I stand on Kira's back like one of those dogs in the back of a pickup truck. I don't understand why the world's moving. Mm. <laughs> sort of, their legs just sort of shake a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys get through my trap room again. I mean, you told us it was a trap room. Also, it was suspiciously a trap room. I mean... I did suspiciously expect there to be traps in the sky for my flying, too, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> uh, there were. You just avoided them. Oh, good. <laughs> And you're, the reason your blind sight wouldn't pick them up was because there were also spider webs that would mimic. Oh, that's so cool! The strands of any uh, trap tripwire. That's really cool. You just happened to roll well enough. You missed them. We lucked out. Pretty much. Yeah. So you guys get back up. The door's open. Okay. Oh, cool. Whoa. Like you're not sure why, but like maybe it was pressing all the other buttons or something that caused the door to just open. Um, I'm going to dig in my fanny pack to see if I have any, like, ribbon or twine or anything. I don't think I picked any up. So I'm just going to pull out the bone claw, set it next to the sleeping Raksha, and curl up and go back to sleep. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, I need to sleep bad. I feel great, guys. I don't understand. Well, I mean, I feel a little low on power, but... Yeah, I feel healthy. I'm just tapped out. It's been a long day. Okay. So you guys finish your long rest. You can take the effects of a long rest now. Hey. Now, taking <laughs> <laughs> long um, rest. I have a problem with the um D and D Beyond app, Mike. What's that? It's not because of a hit dice issue. It's not letting me raise my max up above the highest possible thing it should be. Give me a sec. I'll fix it. What it, What is it supposed to be? Hundred and eight. But I think with D sixes and a Constitution of plus two, it's not possible to get a sorcerer to hundred and eight. So the the app thinks I'm cheating or something. Gotcha. It says one hundred eight on mine. Yeah, but, like, then apply it and, like, go to the character sheet. It goes back down. I didn't touch anything. I just went to your sheet. Do you, oh. s- do you see that? Oh, yeah. Six- I had that oh, issue go, before, shit. too, and it was just, like, it took a couple resetting or, like, refreshing the page till it actually held through and worked. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Had to reset the... Okay, cool. It's working. Yep. Which was cool. It let me go into the, this campaign and add you guys and hide the other two. Really? Yeah. That's really handy. Yeah. So it showed me what would be deadly to you guys. So you could easily manipulate what the difficulty would be for just us. Right. This was a cool diversion. I like the idea that we were in this, like, temple and we fought a mummy. Yeah, Um, it's very dope. There's two things that I really enjoyed about. The first is my bees. And the second was Honey's uncanny ability to hit the pressure plates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes dice make the best improv. 
You have to be willing to trust the dice. The dice tell their own story. I also they like do. that at the end it just stopped working like her dream was wearing off. This was all a dream. <laughs> it's almost like I, a choose-your-own-adventure, except it's dice. You don't get to choose which one the dice do. Uh, Becca, all of D&D is choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> I mean, this is true. But I'm also thinking how you could write a book where you put two options and you roll the dice yourself as you're writing the book. Oh, yeah. Didn't you used to carry a D20 around to make decisions? Yeah. Um, so everyone starts to wake up, including, like, the Bear King, and the River King, and the Bat King, and Tertresa. Oh, everybody is here again. Yeah, everybody spent the night in the I forgot pyramid with you guys. With mm-hmm. And so everyone's waking up. Uh, the sun is just, well, there is no sun. So the twilight is just starting to be twilight like it always is. Um. I squint my eyes a little. <laughs> yeah. Um. You guys might venture out to the entrance of the pyramid. Uh, uh, uh. I'm going to fill the alchemy jug with honey okay. and share it with everybody, including the bees. Okay. <laughs> they take a sample of the honey. Um, and you see the, the bear king points out the lines in the sky. There are six of them, six lines, going from... North to east, so it looks like there's a line pointing like slightly northwest, north, slightly northeast, uh, northeast, north northeast, or northeast east. So they're like fanned out a little bit, yeah, from a point. Mm -hmm. And there's six lines in the back. So, uh, what is that? I don't know. I thought you You didn't do that. No, we didn't do that. They started appearing like six nights ago, and there's six lines. Mm-hmm. Was it one every night? I think so. Could be another one tonight. Possibly. Are we head in the direction they're coming from? No, no. We have to go take out that hag in the spring court. Well, we also don't know what direction they're coming from and which direction they're going, right? Right. It's also super important to kill the hag in the spring court. Okay. We're going to go kill a hag in the spring court. Uh, what do these lines look like, though? Is it like uh, vapor trails in the sky? Or no, something? the way I had described them the one day is like, you know those micro fractures in a windshield when the sun catches yeah. them just right? Like that, but like golden in color. Okay. Gold thread. Kind of like a gold thread through the sky that you could barely perceive unless someone points it out. And each night they get brighter, it seems. Oh, that's not good. I mean, it could be great. We don't know what they are. I don't know. It seems to profess doom to me. What's north and east from the Feywild? Is it uh, winter and autumn? Yeah. So the winter court seems like its area has some of them. And then part of the autumn court has some of them. Well, let's, I mean, you might be right. We need to deal with first. our first problem, which is the hag in the spring court, and then figure out what this danger is. Maybe we can not kill the hag and ask her some questions, and then kill the hag after she answers the questions. I feel like with this we, group, no, we, we can't try. make that promise. Huh? I don't think we can promise that with this group. Flix, no, champion Flix looks up behind you. He's like, that ain't normal. What, the sky? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the royal court was just telling us. you know anything about that by any chance? I mean, sometimes I see a flaming chariot fly across the sky, but usually the, the lines don't last. Who's got a flaming chariot? I don't know. Probably someone I yell, powerful. I yell over to the, royal, the royalty. Hey, any of you guys got a royal uh, flaming chariot? No. You know anybody that does? No. How do you hide a flaming chariot? You just keep flying until you're on the other side of the world. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Kind of a step up from a carpet, if you think about it. The a little more obvious than a carpet, and a little bit bigger to fit in small places. The carpet behind you, champion, sags a little. That, you're Donnie's carpet now. He needs you more than I do. <laughs> Alaco! It perks up and comes rushing towards Honey. Honey jumps on the carpet and, like, pats it affectionately. Be careful if she hires you. It leans into the uh, pats. I'm going to introduce the bees to the carpet and the carpet to the bees. So are they carpin turbies? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool I introductions. I have so many friends. Cool introductions. Alright. So like we said, like uh what is what what was it? Uh I think two days. Two two days at a fast pace to the uh forest hag. And when we get close, you know, as uh we're gonna basically travel through like a jungle area, which is the last of the summer. Section. The they might. They are rainforest beer bees. Beers. Beers. Um, <laughs> okay. As, as so soon as we, pretty, as pretty soon as going traveling with you guys. 
Yeah, we're gonna go west, and as soon as we get out of the jungle, uh, you'll only have, like, about 12 or so miles to go to the hag. 12 to 20, something like that. Um, we'll split off from you and go meet, and we'll go to our castle, which is almost directly south, southeast, or, or north, northwest of the hag's encampment, and we'll meet you there. I think it's about, let's see, it's about... Uh, almost a day's walk from the hag. So we'll go two days, split off from you, uh, and then we'll meet up with you at our castle the following day. After we destroy the hag. Right. After you guys destroy the hag, just come behind us. Um, I'm sure you won't lag behind that much. And, you know, meet us at the castle. You remember your promise? Remind me. You were going to check up on Emilio when you got to the spring court? Yes. We will send out people to look for Emilio. When we get there, when we get to the castle. So we may, we should possibly have word back by the time you get there. Deal. All right. Well. Seems like a plan. I don't think. And we get rewarded for this kill, right? Uh, the, of the hag? I'm sure there will be some reward there. Okay. Because it feels like we're becoming the saviors of all the fae. That's, maybe. I, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because <laughs> this, you're just under halfway. Through the hags that I know of. But there's five? Five or six that were notable. And do you see any possible connection with there being six notable hags, six lines in the sky? Well, the hags, some of the hags don't live in the territories the lines go through. So I don't know if that's connected. But it could be. I don't know. Then if it's been one per night and we've killed some already, I don't know. We should probably get going. Yeah. Is someone going to b- wake Barry and Raksha? I don't know. Oh, wanna... I assumed they were. Uh, I did too, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to mess with waking up either of those two. Uh, well, should we I, wake I them and have breakfast and prepare for our journey? So tuck it into her uh, into her uh, back or collar or wherever she keeps the horn. Tuck it into the horn. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, we can head out if you like in... We got about six miles or so until we hit the jungle. So put on your desert walking shoes. I don't wear shoes anymore. Wait. We're gonna have to have a minute to switch to our jungle walking shoes, though. Cats and boots. Boots and cats. And then in the jungle, you might want to change. It gets a little humid. I don't. I minor. Clothes. I minor illusion for Converse All Stars on Champion's feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are they in like red orange for all the fire? <laughs> They're red and orange, exactly. Was there anything you guys needed to talk to them about as you're going? Or so you're a bat king. Yeah. Do you know anything about me? I'm a bat. Uh, I'm like he's he's not in bat form, but you think you could shift into a bat form? He is more vampiric looking right now. Does he know anything about that uh necklace that Kira has? Yeah, I think I might show it to him and say, I just got this really cool brooch, and it gave me these really cool powers. And I feel a lot stronger. Oh, that that's my necklace. I, I didn't mean to take it from you. Do, do you need it back? Uh, I'll make you a deal. If you can save the Feywild, you can keep it. That sounds like a deal. I've already become quite fond of it. It's been a big help. <laughs> I saw you at the cocktail party. Why didn't you talk to me? I'm the Bat King, and you're a bat. I don't know if I saw you. I got really distracted. Uh... Titania was, like, super cool and really nice, and she showed me around, and she had all these great drinks and food, and then I got distracted talking about surfing, and I'm sorry? I guess I won't take it personally. I'll talk to you now, though. What can you tell me about bats here in the Fae? Uh, they're giants, like yourself. They they tend to live in caves. Um, I'm, like, mentally ch- checking off boxes that are like me, like, I came from a cave. I'm giant. <laughs> Uh, he lets you know that he lives in a cave, not that far from, uh, the castle that they're headed to. I miss living in a cave. My mom was there, and my siblings, and it was a great time. Uh, uh, there's a forest, you know, around my cave that has other caves in it, if you were looking for a home after this is all done. I'll have to keep it in mind. I also really miss my family, and I kind of hope I can see them again. Maybe. The problem... But if I can't, maybe that's a, a good new place to live. It could be. You know, sometimes the problem when you leave home, you, you can't really go back because things change. Sometimes. I think I've changed. That was, that got deep. It's pretty wise. 
pretty Well, what can you tell me about being a giant bat here in the Feywild? Is there anything I need to particularly be careful of or that I should be able to do or not do? I scream a lot. Do you scream? Uh, I don't. I don't scream. Uh, I have friends that scream. I am Screaming's fun. I am a friend of the bats, <laughs> and I can be a bat. And I can scream when I'm a bat, but, you know, I like the stealthy approach. Uh, I've done some of that, too, but screaming's a lot more fun. There's nothing better than when you're in a, a bat form and you sneak up on a giant bug and it has no idea you're coming. And, oh, delicious. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're right. That is awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite bug? Um, mosquito. They can be pretty tasty. I also liked the fact that they were numerous and kind of lazy flyers. And and sometimes you get a good one that has blood in it. You know, I never quite developed a taste, but I wonder with my new giantness and magic powers, maybe it'll taste better than it did before. Do you have mosquitoes that are blooded here? Well, they're not blooded. They drink blood, and then if they had a fresh meal, then they they are slightly more tasty. It's like putting putting um A1 on a steak. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep uh, my mouth open for those. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Uh, I think Champion's just, you know, <clears throat> very motivated. He's not really talking to a lot of people, but he's definitely, he's leading the pack. He's, like, setting the pace. Mm-hmm. So, like, every so often, someone is like, asking, like, hey, can you slow down? We have a long way. So he slows down for, like, a half hour, and then he speeds up again without realizing it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Chucks will do that to you. <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes I forget I have them on. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we'll identify those magic items before we split off to figure out... That would be helpful. Figure out what they are so you can determine who should have them, how best to benefit the party. Okay. So, you start to travel, and you're going to hit the jungle. And that's where we'll end it for tonight. Nice. Our party sets out with Summer Royalty before splitting off. Champion has some pretty cool hiking shoes if some company, Converse, ever wanted to collaborate. I also wanted to give a special shout out to Griffin Saddlebag on uh, Instagram for giving us permission to use some of his items. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Check us out at nat20hippo at gmail.com, crithippo.com. You can get all our links for all of our social media there. Reach out to us, talk to us. We love to hear from you. And we'll see you next week with another episode. I can probably announce that around Christmas time, we're going to release a Christmas one-off that we happen to do uh, in lieu of a normal episode. Maybe I could throw another normal episode in there. It depends how hard I want to work around the holidays. But again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Oh,